Hello, I'm Paul Purnell, the DM of Dustworld Neon City, an actual play podcast where we use a game, Dustworld RPG, powered by the apocalypse, to tell an awesome narrative story. Roll the intro. Welcome to Neon City. It's crazy here. I'm telling you what. We got the smog's gonna choke you out. Have our cars flying at 100 miles an hour. We got radioactive light. Uh, the spires cooking your brains. We got the cutters, the slices, the mechs. And look at this guy. We got the psychomancer, Clarence Wells. He's a pit fighter amnesiac with the power to crush you with his single thought. We got over here Dr. Andrew Miller, the philanthropist doctor who's gonna help you out. You just come to his door with your scraped knee, he gets you sorted. But secretly, he's got inside of him a parasite that wants to eat you and over here we got his right hand man silent monday dude don't talk but he's got an lcd suit that pops up his thoughts with emojis and text and he's got a sword that can cut through just about anything and if that sounds like your cup of tea well then you in the right place so sit back relax and enjoy this episode of dust world neon city you are all sitting around a makeshift Christmas tree, mostly made of trash. And as you lean back, it's been a long year. And you just really want to breathe in some peace and quiet. Watch the MAB. The game is on. Wolf is there. He's hollering at the screen like always. Tuck is sitting with a big, giant, like crazy size, uh, almost looks like a barrel cup with some sort of eggnoggy drink. Clarence, what are you doing? I'm kind of listlessly drinking out of the same eggnog drink while casually watching the MAB, but one look at Clarence's face shows he's just really not into anything right now. And just occasionally says, that's a terrible move. I can't believe they're all amateurs now, and that wasn't like that in the pit. It just is kind of dour. And over here, we've got Silent Monday. You have been going through a lot this year. I think thinking about a lot, having had this encounter with the Leer and your powers getting kind of weird, your sword being destroyed. What's going on through your mind? as you contemplate this last year. I get the feeling that he would be trying to focus his key to figure out what's going on. And instead of focusing like it normally was, and he seeing the lines, he kind of just sees flashes of it instead. And it's distracting him from decorating the tree. So he's kind of like not putting his all into it. And with that, the door opens and Doc comes in and he's carrying a small package. It's wrapped in newspapers with a little bow tied on top. Go for it, Doc. Doc takes one look around the room and his attention focuses for a moment on Tuck and he says, "Uh, Tuck, as your medical professional, I would not advise you to drink anywhere close to that amount of eggnog. Oh, come on, man. It's delicious. You want some? And he hands you a straw. Uh, no, no, uh, my, my cholesterol ain't exactly, uh, great, and, you know... It's not one, real eggs. I think that makes it worse somehow. <laughs> he leans in and he's kind of like, and I don't know what it is. I don't smell like eggnog either. And <laughs> and so he, he walks in the room and he's got this package under his arm. 
And he says to, to Monday, he says, oh, well, I guess you're doing as good a job on that tree as you can with those materials. You know what we need, gentlemen? To skip Christmas? No, 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 no. We need a, we need a little bit of that old-fashioned Christmas spirit. So, and uh, he unwraps the package, and he is holding a hollow book. And uh, it's kind of really more like a tablet that unfolds in the middle. And the title of the hollow book, as you can see, is The Greatest Christmas Tree. And Doc kind of looks at it with, uh, you know, a little bit of whimsy and nostalgia in his, his eyes. And he says, gentlemen, I think we need a little bit of Christmas right this very minute. And I think this is just the hollow novel to do it. I liked my skipping Christmas idea better. No, no, no. Come on, guys. Come gather on, around. Clarence. Yeah, you gather know around. You want to. Grin's like, you know I'm always in for a good story. I was going to spot the same. If we were playing, hanging out with the purple dragons for some reason. <laughs> it's a Christmas ceasefire. Yeah. <laughs> Christmas miracle. <laughs> a real Christmas miracle. Well, Yama walks in. He's like, hey, everybody. Thanks for getting me, uh, you know, that present, Doc. I'm real happy about it. Uh, let's. I, I'm, I'm here for some story time. And he sits down on the couch. And <laughs> Wolf is like, you're way too close to me, man. Back up. Oh, come on. There's room. There's room on this couch for everyone. Uh, this is getting worse by the second. Okay. Come on. Fine. Gather around. All right. And Monday? Yeah. You want to you listen to a hollow novel? Sure. Monday's going All to right. hand Yama a uh, Japanese beer and he's going to crack one open himself. So with everyone sitting around, um, you know, you, you have the improvised Christmas tree and uh, Tuck has his tankard of eggnog doc opens the hollow novel and the hollow novel kind of whirs to life and the world around you fades uh, as a vr projection is brought and we open with a shot that is kind of like going over the north pole and you have the giant snowflakes kind of mostly taking up the camera and you see, as the VR hollow novel is playing, you see the greatest Christmas tree written in large letters. And who's it written by? I'll let you all decide. James Patterson. James Patterson, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he go he's ghost writing long after his death. <laughs> so after you see the title screen, uh, The Greatest Christmas Tree by uh, James Pattonspear. Um, <laughs> you have an overhead shot of the North Pole. You can see it is a uh, beautiful Christmas village. But as the camera gets closer, you see in the in the town square of the North Pole, you see this enormous, just mammoth Christmas tree, bigger than any you've ever seen. And it is lit up. Uh, there's light strung all across it, ornaments of all kinds. And... All of a sudden, the lights on the Christmas tree start to go out one by one. 
and eventually you see this this giant Christmas tree, the lights just go out on it, and it seems to take away a little bit of joy from the North Pole. So this brings us to our characters in the story who are all sharing the lease in a four-bedroom apartment in the North Pole. So we'll go ahead and start in uh, order here. So, um, Paul, tell me a little bit about your character in this story. So I play President Twinkletoe, who is the president of the Elf Union um, because he is pretty much the worst at making toys. <laughs> Those who can't do join unions, um, whatever. Um, <laughs> I actually I don't know why I decided to add unions into the story. Um, but so but basically but he's a leader. Right. Yes. So he is a leader and he has negotiated. My fellow elves. Yes. Perfect. Keep it. 100% Paul. <laughs> um, 100% Paul. <laughs> and then let's, uh, Blaze, tell me about your character. I'm Dante. I'm a gremlin. I find things. I want to get revenge. Revenge for what? You'll find out. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know either. <laughs> and Isaac, tell me about your character. Well, little Timmy, little Timmy has had a long year. He's been trying his best to do his good grades in school, and he's been doing pretty good A's and B's. He likes his wood shop class. He's been building lots of stuff, and he needs a he needs a Christmas miracle. He needs to see Santa. Nice. I was thinking he could show up like Elf where he like snuck in Santa's bag or something. See, that's that's kind of what I was thinking. Is that is that okay with you, Isaac? But you have built no. a GPS device to take him to the to the North Pole. He oh, yeah. A, you hit you yes. hit it and then you rode a drone. You're like Jimmy Neutron in it. Oh, but very you, much so. He is writing a he's just writing a like office chair that's been has a bunch of drones duct taped to it. <laughs> Love it. You've been in the North Pole for some time, but you just can't make an appointment to see Santa. He's been so busy making toys for all the good little children of the world. But this year, this Christmas Eve, which, by the way, I didn't mention it's Christmas Eve. This Christmas Eve, you think you think you're going to get to see the big guy himself? Yeah, he's come to realize that he probably shouldn't have shown up to date like Christmas Eve. He should have yeah. shown up mid-July when Santa's not too busy. You absolutely are an eight-year-old child. So you, these things did not occur to you. You're like, oh, no, he'll be fine. He won't be busy on Christmas Eve. <laughs> so that's okay. And Frank, tell me about your character. Hi, I'm Coco Goody Sledge. An experimental AI toy that was left behind and totally not made by a certain animatronics company. I hear everything and I can answer any question that you ask me. So please feel free to ask at any time. You know what? We're going to upgrade you. We're going to say that you're in a Christmas cottage. You all have been living together for some time. You know, maybe you've maybe you are a toy from Santa's workshop. Maybe you work there or, you know, maybe you're head of the union. But you look outside and all of a sudden you see all of these lights going out on the great Christmas tree 
the centerpiece of the North Pole. And you look at it and you just feel a little bit sadder. You know, you've enjoyed living here, you know, working for Santa in some capacity or another. But with the great Christmas tree going out, it just doesn't feel the same. But President Twinkletoe, you get a call. It's President Twinkletoe's cottage, by the way. You're just renting from him. Oh, nice. He picks up his candy cane phone. Yeah. <laughs> hello. Hello. It's President Tink Twinkletoes. How might I assist you? Oh, 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 oh. President oh. Twinkletoes. Big man. Hello. <laughs> I need your help this Christmas. Uh, anything for you, sir? I need you to, I need you to help the elves regain their Christmas spirit because without it, the great Christmas tree will go unlit and it just isn't the same without the great Christmas tree. So can you help me this Christmas, President Twinkletoes? There's like some noise coming from the cottage and he like covers the the receiver. And he's like, <laughs> guys, I'm on the phone with the big man. Shut up. <laughs> yes, of course. Anything for you, sir. Timmy puts his fireworks away real quick. Human child, I swear I will kill you. I Timmy, mean, why did you ask will... me on how to make explosives? What was that about explosives? <laughs> Uh, sorry, sir. Nothing. Uh, the TV's on. Um, oh, oh, just a second. Hey, who, who let the I don't golem, remember. Golem, I don't golem, remember paying goblin? for HBO. That's expensive. <laughs> I'm yes. a gremlin, not oh, a goblin. The That movie is on. The one from 1980s. It's, it's mine now. The explosives are mine. Oh, it's, it's, it's maybe not very, you know it's what naughty. you know what. Maybe I should call someone else. I don't know, sir. No, sir. I, I promise I can fix this talk. mistake. Just one second. Shh. I'm serious. Yes, no problem, sir. We'll be right on that. All right. I think that you should start at the Union Hall. Yes. Yes. Good idea, sir. You you know. You know these things. All right. I'm, 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 I'm going to get going on now. you. All right. Oh, thank you, sir. Okay, goodbye. My gosh, you guys, <laughs> what are you doing? You can't keep your head on your explosives. shoulders. <laughs> Stupid robot talking doll. I'm trying to speak right now. Yes. Do you have a question for me? How do I make you not make noises anymore? And he pulls out a hammer from his, <laughs> his tool, tool belt. He looks with glee and he's like, Looks at the hammer, looks at the toy, and then he puts the hammer away. Preparing internet protocol. Now listen, boys, I I know he's, you know, he wears the red hat. Nobody uh, knows that more than me. Mine is green, his is red, because, you know, red, green, you know, whatever. I'm not saying that I should have the green hat, I mean the red hat. Oh, this is good eggnog. Um, You know what I am saying is like, um, you know, things could maybe run a little more smoothly if we had the internet. That's all I'm saying. I mean, you know, if someone just put the internet in here and suddenly, you know, we could use drones and robots, that would be great, right? I mean, I'm not, I'm not saying that we're overworked, but not all of us can build toys, so you know what I'm saying, right? Anyway, um, 
Yes. Uh, pass the eggnog, please. Carrying <laughs> uh, forward to Santa. No, 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 no. Listen here, you little beautiful toy. If Why, thank you. that gets anywhere else, then uh, there's nothing keeping me from dismantling you. Or giving you to this goblin. And he pulls the goblin up, like, holding him up in the air. <laughs> Let go of me now. I have worse things I can do to you. I still have some explosives. <laughs> oh, dear. Uh, how did you... What? Why? Oh, anyway, okay, everyone, listen up. Come, come, come. All right, President Twinkletoe, that's me, has a mission for you, Riff Raff. We are going to help the elves uh, get their juju back because they have lost their Christmas spirit and everyone knows that uh, this whole place falls apart without Christmas spirit. So, you little boy, uh, who's Jimmy Neutron or whatever, uh, you creepy dwarf, uh, wherever he came from, and you toy, I guess you're all I have. So, let's make this happen, people, all right? Gremlin. What if we make a terrible tickle? I mean, a, just a tickle machine. It tickles all the elves until they're happy always. They can never not be happy anymore. President Twinkle's expression on his face drops. Yes, a uh, very good idea, Jimmy Neutron. So, uh, any other good ideas? The big man in the red hat, not the green hat, said he thinks we should start at the Union Hall. So why don't we all, uh, you know, hop on... My reindeer, and we'll just fly right over there. I have an idea. Oh, the best way to keep he? the tree alight is to set it on fire. Mm. No, we want the lights to light, not the tree to burn. This isn't the burning bush from the Bible. Okay, thank you. Thank you for that great idea, though, um, Gremlin. Uh, go ahead and hop Dante. on the back there. Yes. Oh, that explains the fire. I understand. Great. Perfect. Hop on. And let's go see what we can do. What do you guys say? Idea. Host a party to raise the elven spirits. Oh, finally a good idea. I like this toy all of a sudden. Um, let's 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 do that. Who's got ideas for for parties? Set the building on fire. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yes. Uh, I'm seeing a theme uh, related to fire. Great. I will go ahead and, and throw this in there. You know that on Christmas Eve, after all the elves have loaded up all the toys for Santa's big ride around the world, uh, you know that they have a party in the Union. What if we... I know I know the elves love their, their eggnog, just like Mr. Twinkle over there. What if we make extra special eggnog for all the elves? What if we made them all constantly dance because we put tacks on the floor? Pointy side up. Query, what would be special about this eggnog? If we make the eggnog like my like my daddy showed me, then it'll be extra special. Ooh. Give a little bit of that Christmas magic. Okay, so if you're going to try to make uh, ooh, daddy's eggnog, that's definitely going to be a naughty roll. I would like to posit that Dante, in your bag of pranks, there is a highly flammable liquid, which is very good for special eggnog. <laughs> a, a glass bottle. You know, I do have something. 
that usually sets things on fire. But it can make a very good beverage. If mixed right, if mixed wrong, can cause a lot more fun. All right. So <laughs> I will go ahead and call for my first roll of the night. Um, I will say, Dante, go ahead and give me a naughty roll. Um, I will say... God, what see. I was born to do. Okay, so that's two successes. You rolled a five and a two, and your naughty is five. You succeed, and you do it well. Tell me about this special eggnog that you make for the elves. Believe it or not, it's not alcohol. It is a special kind of salt water from a whirlpool that has been um, really is from the Triassic period. I don't know why Triassic could have been from any other period, but it's Triassic. It's magical. It's, uh, as the kids call it, dank. It'll get the job done, whatever that job is. And also, it's the gremlin's favorite. Should we cut over to the Union Hall then? We should. Okay. So the four of you have this tankard of special eggnog in tow. And as you're walking towards the Union Hall, you see the elves are walking through the street and they look very listless and very sad. You, you feel like they've lost their Christmas spirit. And as you transport this special, special eggnog uh, to the Union Hall, you see, you see the lights of the Union Hall are on. You can faintly hear um, the inevitable rocking around the Christmas tree uh, playing from the Union Hall. And you, uh, the four of you walk in and much like a middle school prom, it's just awkward and sad. And nobody's dancing. Nobody's eating any cookies. Uh, you know that Mrs. Claus bakes especially for the elves on Christmas Eve. Um, and there's no eggnog. So the elves look very sad. They look like they have lost their Christmas spirit. But you have the right stuff. You have the special eggnog. It is so. fizzling. It is <laughs> like bubbling. It is spilling onto the floor. It looks like a sixth grade volcano project. Look, it's Daddy's special eggnog. Come on, elves. Join in. They're kind of walking towards you. You know, I feel like what they need is a proper Christmas sing-along. So who would like to roll? I, or, you know, I'll let you guys decide. So they're, you know, they're, they're, I'll say that they start drinking the eggnog and they're like, you know, uh, it's cheering them up a little bit. You know, they start to. They, they start to eat some of the cookies. They start to talk with each other a little bit more. But we need something else. We need something else to bring up their Christmas spirit. Who would like to try something? Little Timmy will pull out his his young engineer's tool belt and pull out a turntable and a bag full of glow sticks and pacifiers and say, All right, guys, <laughs> let's get weird. Uh, <laughs> All right. Fantastic. Timmy, you've been on the internet a little bit too much. <laughs> I think at that point, uh, president, the president walks in like, 
Well, okay, glad you guys got here. All right, uh, rave. Excellent. President oh my Tungo God, is that President Tunkelto? He's here. Oh, wow. On Christmas Eve? This so good today. Hello, hello. Welcome. Great job. Thank you. Thank you. I heard you. Have Thank you heard you. about him and Mrs. Claus? <laughs> 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 uh, mm -mm. No, 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 no. I'm going to touch uh, his hat. <laughs> I'm going to talk to you later. We're going to have a conversation about this. It's not going to be a good one. You're not going to enjoy it. <laughs> All right. So. Oh, shit. He heard me. Um, <laughs> we will momentarily have wonderful music and your your uh, spirits will be lifted. It will be wonderful. It looks like Dante has made some eggnog. Excellent. Excellent. Um, Propylactics will be provided after. Um, so I'm so excited for you all uh, because this year we're going to do something special. There's going to be a drawing for the best elf. And the best elf is the one that has the most Christmas cheer. Is that going to be you, Dan? Oh, Dan, you know I see you. No. So, um... Dan so keeps stealing all the lunches out of the refrigerator. <laughs> You can't prove that. Nobody can. No, no, it's okay. Uh, apparently you're not eating enough. We'll we'll look into that. Uh, that is why we have the union in the first place. Higher wages for elves, right? Eh. Wait, we get paid? You guys get paid? <laughs> I don't get paid. I don't know what you're talking about. And this is... Yeah, Santa, 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 Santa fed Randy to the reindeer last oh, week. Oh, dear. That is... Viva la revolution. You need to turn this around. Oh, right. Um, I need a roll. Where's the gremlin? Let's, we need I'll a I'll do a roll. I'll do a roll. Let's see. I needed... Uh, I needed greater than three to succeed, and I got one success. So a mixed okay. success. Okay. You get them to not mutiny. However... Uh, they look no cheerier than before. I would like for little Timmy to give me a nice roll because it's nice to throw DJ parties for people. I will give you 3d6 on this one. You've had you've obviously had an hour to set your equipment up. You have your tool belt, your magical tool belt. Let's bring some jams. Coco's going to plug in, like open up a pouch on their chest and plug a mic in. And they're going to project lyrics on the wall as a yes. little karaoke machine. Nice. Absolutely. Yes. That's so good. Oh, I love this. Uh, make a 1d6 roll against your own number. Res add your results to theirs. You both are at two. So that is a great idea. I rolled a two on the money. <laughs> so we have three successes. Uh, what copyright free music? No, uh, we can, <laughs> you, can say, you can say the name of the song. What is the song that gets the elves back into the Christmas spirit. All I want for Christmas is you. Called it. Yes. Fantastic. I turn on like my my laser light show and it's just nothing but mistletoe everywhere. Everywhere. It's great. Mariah Carey hits that high note and I turn on the laser light show. It's the best. And you you see elves who you know, uh, and I would say for sure, President Twinkletoes would know this, you see elves who put aside their rivalries, you know, who who they've been working so hard the whole year trying to make those toy quotas for all the good children of the world. You see them set aside their differences to dance with each other and enjoy some special, special eggnog and some delicious cookies. And... I want to say that Coco Goody Slay, you're observing this 
strange behavior and what do you learn about the true meaning of Christmas from this interaction? Query, what is this togetherness? It's love, Coco. That's what Christmas is all about. Has it always been this way? Always. Ever since office Christmas parties existed. Querying office environment. What are they doing to that photocopier machine? <laughs> oh, Coco. I'm keeping oh, it friendly here. <laughs> oh, dear sweet Coco. It's called a full moon. <laughs> I see. This has happened in every Christmas party. Yes. Always. All around the world. Mostly in America, but all around the world. I feel like I'm learning more and more and beginning to believe that perhaps I am more than just a toy. Uh, don't get don't don't get too far ahead of yourself, Coco. Hey, you guys. Thanks for throwing this totally awesome party. And this special eggnog is kind of salty, but great. Any any time, elf friend. Lord knows I don't want to go home. <laughs> You're quite welcome. And as as the elves are partying, uh, Dan looks up and he points and all the other elves look outside and you see some of the lights on the Christmas tree start to come back on. Not, it's not all the way yet, but you can see as the elves are regaining their Christmas spirit and learning about togetherness, you see the, you see the lights come on dimly at first, but you, you, you're getting just a little bit of that Christmas spirit back. Then the elves cheer and, you know, they're hugging each other and high-fiving and dancing to some sweet, sweet EDM. And you... We can go further. <laughs> and uh, Dante starts getting out the fireworks. Okay. okay. Yay, fireworks. It's time. Looking up fireworks for cheap. Dante's last query. <laughs> no, I stole them all from Demi, but it's for a good cause. And he winks in the most disturbing way possible. I didn't know you had seven eyelids there, Dante. <laughs> That's real, real unpleasant to look at. I love it. Updating um, creature database. Gremlins. Eyelid count. <laughs> <laughs> so after you see, you see some of the lights on the Christmas tree come back on. And Dan says to you, well, we really appreciate you throwing us a totally awesome office Christmas party. But I think that Santa's reindeer could use some cheering up before their big night. I hear Rudolph is feeling kind of sad. Oh, I'm sure Rudolph will be just fine, but we'll go visit him just in case. Dante, bring, bring the eggnog, Dante. Let's feed it to the reindeer. <laughs> no, no, stop that. My dear. Okay, so you're heading towards the stables where Santa keeps all of his reindeer, because as you well know, he does have, uh, you know, the most famous reindeer of all, but he also has other reindeer too. And that's where uh, President Twinkletoes' uh, reindeer named Robin lives. So you go into this, um, you're walking through Christmas Town, and you go to this stable and the elves are kind of, I'm gonna say at this point, they're making the final preparations for the flight 
You know, they're going over their plan with the air traffic controller in the North Pole. Uh, you know, they're checking for safety, you know, on Santa's sleigh, making sure uh, everything is, is prepped. Um, and you go in and the reindeer are actually more aggressive than you're used to seeing them. You're used to reindeer, you know, being able to pretty much walk in there and, you know, give them a candy cane and, you know, that they're very nice and friendly and they smell like dreams. But this one, this time, the reindeer are very ornery and aggressive. And you see Rudolph, you see a one of the elves is trying to fit the harness for Santa Slay on Rudolph. And he bucks the elf off. And he, uh, you know, the elf goes flying across the room and kind of lands next to you. And he says, good luck. Dante uh, will start to... <laughs> Giggling, and then he's pulling out of his sack um, some rockets, and he will say to the reindeer, "Hey, wanna go fast?" You do succeed in um, you incentivize them, and Rudolph stomps the ground and he says, "Well, I'll be happy to accept these. Thank you. I." I've never had anyone offer me a way to move faster. And the little light on his nose, which was previously out, starts to glow a warm red. Now, it's not quite bright enough to light Santa's sleigh. Does anyone else have anything they like to do to cheer up the reindeer? Although they happily accept your offer of rocket-propelled action. They allow, they allow the elves to, to strap the rockets onto them and they say, oh, we'll be sure to make, we'll be sure to beat the uh, last year's record. Thank you, little uh, goblin. Little Timmy pulls out some Bluetooth speakers from his toolkit and um, a little bit of duct tape and duct tapes the speakers onto the, like, the reindeer's harnesses. Oh, I love that. Uh, can we get someone to assist with that, with their, with their gear or anything they have? Can we maybe have Coco Goody Slay use yeah. internet access or something oh, like that? Oh, to get access to the music. Accessing modified music network. It's Botify. It's only AI covers. <laughs> it's, yeah, there we go, Botify. It's I only, love that. I love that. It's only licensing-friendly AI covers. Yes. Yeah. Change just enough to avoid a lawsuit. Three dice coming up, and... You got one. You got one. Yeah. Double Christmas miracles. So little Timmy, uh, you have succeeded with three successes. Um, unfortunately, Coco Goody Slay, uh, you do fail. It's not that you're, the equipment you have is working. You just can't quite find the right modified playlist that would prevent us from being sued by Mariah Carey. But little Timmy, you do get a Christmas miracle. So you, you succeed, you know, with bells on and you tell me what you're hoping for by doing this. Little Timmy, all he wants for Christmas this year, all he wants for his Christmas miracle is a, is a 3D printer so he can make all the things he wants to make so bad. He may, he might not be able to, to remake his life, but he can certainly make lots of things with his 3D printer. And he knows Santa will bring it to him. And unbeknownst to the characters, 
Santa is taking one last look at his naughty and nice list. You know, he's uh, he's sitting with his back to the viewer, like he's sitting in a, a, a gigantic easy chair. And he's got this scroll out and you can just see the the fur lining of his outfit and, you know, a, a red, you know, a bit of the red outfit. And he's looking through this massive scroll with the names of all the uh, the children of Earth on it. And you see he pauses on little Timmy's name and he writes nice next to little Timmy. And then next to it, it says, Little Timmy wants a 3D printer for Christmas. And this is completely unbeknownst to the characters. So we're going to cut back here. So uh, the elves are making the final flight preparations. And as this is going on, an elf bursts into the room and says, Hey, we can't get to the toys. There's an abominable snowman in the way. We can't load the sleigh. Oh, Randy Kane, you silly jokester. Abominable snowman on real. No, and, I'm serious. And then he walks outside the door to like where the sleigh is. Uh, so you, you walk outside to the sleigh. You, and you see the, sl- the sleigh is undisturbed, but you see in the distance uh, elves are fleeing the toy factory. And, uh, you know, this is kind of in the distance here. You see an elf like close you you see an elf open the door and he's just taking off and you see a snowball hit him square in the back of the head and he goes flying and snowballs are just like coming out of the toy factory and you know they're hitting elves left and right it's oh it's horrible oh and it looks like that one had some ice in it oh Timsel! ouch oh booger plums (laughs) who named these guys terrible i'm so sorry for you don't worry, I'll take it out of workers' compensation. Oh, you sly elf. All right, boys, uh, looks like we have more problems to solve tonight. Good job, reindeers. I can't wait to see uh, how fast you go this year. And he winks at uh, Rudolph. Rudolph gives you uh, gives you a, a knowing nod. Um, and then on the way out, he high fives an elf and he's like, now, Randy Kane, I expect to see you at the after party. No, really, I'm telling you, the abominable snowman is preventing us from loading the sleigh. You're the union. Uh, you're the union president. You need to go in there and fix it. All right. And then he whistles. And then uh, his flying reindeer bird comes and like lands on his shoulder. And he's like, oh, oh nope, nope. And he pushes it off and he climbs on top of it. Hello players, it's Paul Purnell from the RPG Empire. You know me as Lucas in Strangers in the Pines or the Keeper in Dust World podcast. So I won't interrupt you too long. I just wanted to let you know we're going to be doing killer deals in our RPG apparel store on the on Etsy. So if you want to check it out, it's tabletoptees with an S.com. We'll get you there. And I'm telling you, we're going to be rolling dice for these deals and we will be doing up to 50% off on select shirts in our store. And you're going to want these shirts. They're shirts like Fight Like a Rogue, Charm Like a Bard, The Rule of Cool, Rogue Life, or other ones that are also cool. So definitely check it out. Don't forget to favorite the store so that you'll know immediately when a sale happens and you can get in there and just clean up backstab us like a rogue and get away with all the loot. 
That's pretty much all I have to tell you. Remember, go to tabletop t-shirts with an s.com favorite our store favorite the shirts you love and get those deals happy holidays happy gaming and we'll let you get back to the show come on boys all right and with a kick of magic christmas dust uh you take off uh heading for the toy factory um i would like let's see who hasn't rolled very much so Uh, i don't think i've rolled anything for a while okay so you are going towards the toy factory at a rapid speed and there are snowballs coming towards you. And I will accept help from this. If you're trying to dodge the snowballs, uh, we can roll nice. If you are trying to counterattack, roll naughty. And you can see the abominable snowman. It's just like a giant snowman. I'm going to do naughty, and since I have my reindeer, that should be like a plus one. Yeah. Uh-huh. Oh, so you are going to counter, you are going to counter attack? Yes, I'm going to try and catch, catch some of those snowballs, and I'm going to yell, North of Polini, get off of that right now! As I throw snowballs back at him. For naughty, less than three, and I got one, two, and one six. Eh, one success. You know what? All of you can roll naughty. Everyone can roll naughty. Little Timmy, you have your Alexa drone that we haven't mentioned up until now that maybe has some uh, Tomahawk missiles. Uh, no. Oh, God. <laughs> no, never mind. I'm sorry. That's Goody Two Slay. Go- Excuse me. Coco Goody Sledge. Don't know where the <laughs> heck I got that from. Fails, unfortunately. Dante succeeds. So that's two successes. And Little Timmy succeeds. Uh, and gets a Christmas miracle. So you succeed verily. How do you take out this abominable snowman? Okay, so I pull my hat off and I like open it up really big and I catch one of the balls with it and then I spin my hat around and chuck it back like it's a sling. All right, and this snowball comes down and put some, it, oh, you put you know, some pepper on it? Yeah, just like right in one eyeball. All right. So, um, like David slaying a snowy Goliath, the snowball hits him right in the eye and it knocks off the abominable snowman's head. And <laughs> Northup, I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, and he and he he just turns into regular snow. And the um, the magical top hat that grants him life falls to the ground. Uh. It's not one thing, it's another. And I, I like land near it and grab it. And I scoop his head back together and put the hat back on. But I make him really small. Why did you do that to me? Listen, you are causing so much havoc. And we're going to have a talking to later and you're not going to like it. Oh, no. But it's Christmas Eve. I just Can't scoot him off me and off I, the hood. Oh no, I, I'm here. And I give him a, a candy cane. Thank you. <laughs> Stay out of trouble. Okay. <laughs> hey, who's the goblin? <laughs> now, don't get any ideas. I He'll nearly melt got you. that hat. Wait, I'm very. I will. I'm very impressionable. Because <laughs> <laughs> he's snow. Yes. <laughs> Love it. Yes, you are. Now get out of here. <laughs> All right. So the elves pour back into the toy factory. They're 
they're they're pulling they're they're getting toys of all sorts um you know they're loading it in the they're loading it in the sleigh as quickly as they can and dan says hey we could use your help it's just a few more hours until santa makes his ride around the world can we get your help uh, i mean i can't build toys everyone knows this right no no toys <laughs> No, we're not asking you to build toys. We need you to help us load the sleigh. Oh, sure. Uh, yes, look at these strong guns. And he points to his little flabby arms. Okay, I want everyone to give me a two dice nice roll. We just do nice. This is, you're under pressure, but you do have the, you do have everything you need to help. However, if you would like to use some of your equipment or your special abilities to help load the sleigh, yes. you have literally tons of toys to load into this magical sleigh. Um, okay, so I'm going to use my utility cane and I'm going to like rig up like a, a winch system. I'm rolling nice, nice, nice. I'm rolling nice. Be greater than three. I got two successes. Okay, yeah. You, 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 you rig up this winch system. And you're loading all of these PlayStation 5s into the sleigh. <laughs> yes, we're going to make some child so happy. Yay. <laughs> all right. And uh, I failed. What does that mean? Okay. He falls in a box. <laughs> oh, no. I was going to say you're trying to expedite this process using rockets. <laughs> and, it doesn't, and, it, and it absolutely doesn't work. You're oh, like, no. You, you, you attach rockets to some of these presents. Oh, no. You have presence on a um, a forklift, and you're like, this is moving way too slow. So you attach rockets to the forklift, and it just start it just goes out of control, and the elves are trying to mitigate this disaster. So I will have one of you, either Isaac or Frank, you're gonna try to catch this runaway forklift <laughs> which is currently Oops. careening around the room that may or may not have been Dante's intention the entire time Coco give what do you what is your approach to this runaway forklift attempting to intercept network interface and override Ooh, controls 3d6 nice how do you stop this runaway forklift so if anyone's looking at Coco, they may notice that their eyes just turn red and suddenly the forklift just stops completely moving. Disturbing, <laughs> but effective. All right. So the elves cheer. They say to Coco, you're so helpful. And you're you're I thank you. You're processing this lesson. You've never felt this before. It feels warm and fuzzy inside. Your CPU might be overheating a little bit, but that's only part of it. You feel warm and fuzzy by helping others. The CPU damage was the friends made along the way. That's right. <laughs> and then lastly, little Timmy, you're you're kind of being, you know, the elves are moving all these toys. You're about as tall as the elves, but you're kind of getting incidentally pushed around a little bit, you know, like they're trying to load all these toys. What does little Timmy do to do his part for Santa? Little Timmy, little Timmy is 
knows that Santa might have trouble finding some houses this year. Um, and little Timmy's going to reach into his little bag of toys and pull out a car GPS. Don't ask him where he got it. And he's going to affix that to the sleigh. <laughs> you know, the elves are, of course, you know, you're, everyone is working hard to get things ready for Christmas. And you see the elves, uh, some of the elves from the stable are putting his most famous reindeer. Uh, they're, t- they, they're attaching the harnesses to the sleigh. And little Timmy, just as you finish putting the GPS onto Santa's sleigh, you hear a faint, oh, oh, oh. And you turn around and it's Santa Claus himself. Oh God, not again. Uh, um, <clears throat> hello, hello, big man. He kind of, he, he kind of like doesn't really notice President Twinkletoe, but he looks down at what little Timmy is putting on the sleigh and he says, and what is that little Timmy? It's a global positioning system. It'll tell you where you are always and where you need to go. Well, that is just wonderful. I've increased your your global route by efficiency by at least 30%. This way, you don't have to worry about, you know, not making it before midnight. All those, like, little backwards places. He has, like, little glasses on his face, and... uh he takes them off and kind of rubs them on his his big red overcoat. And he says, well, little Timmy, when you live as long as I have, you may fall a little bit behind on technology. But and, and he he says, I have something very special for you. And he reaches into his bag of toys, you know, um, a giant, I'm going to say it's like a giant red sack with, you know, gold trimming on it. Uh, you know, basically what you would imagine as Santa's magic toy bag to be. And he pulls out a, a wrapped present and hands it to little Timmy. Little Timmy looks at the present, but he doesn't open it. He goes, I, I can't open it. It's not Christmas Day yet. I made that mistake before. And he, and he pats you on the shoulder and he says, well, then, little Timmy, you'll just have to stay until Christmas Day, won't you? And, you I, know, my I don't know tim- how to leave. I got here and now I'm stuck here. It's real fun. All the elves are here. Would you like to go home, little Timmy? Mm, we'll put a pin in that till later. Uh, Fair enough. Now, where's that eggnog at? <laughs> <laughs> okay, so you wander off. I think going president, president is kind yeah, of like well, slowly pushing okay. him towards the sleigh. Santa <laughs> looks over at Dante and says, What are you exactly? I'm not to be rude. I just have never seen a creature like you before. <laughs> All part of my master plan. You know what I am. I'm a gremlin. I don't believe I've seen a gremlin for quite some time. Not since I left the old country. They usually cause chaos, don't they? So, you may think, being something so chaotic, 
that I'm here to get revenge on you. I have no idea who you are or why you would want revenge on me. Uh, some funk music starts playing in the background. You don't know where it's from, and you begin flashing back. It's like, but actually, I was getting revenge on one Jack Skellington. Jack Skellington stepped on one of my pumpkins. Pumpkin king my butt. I will never forgive him. And did you know last Christmas he tried to be Santa? Well, I'm going to get revenge on him. I'm going to make the best this the best Christmas there ever is. <laughs> and I pull out a taser. I say, only one way to fix the Christmas tree completely. And as you say that, the elves turn around in wonder as the lessons that you learned, the lessons of friendship, giving, and helping, those things that are the true meaning of Christmas. And as you, you, you've helped everyone regain their Christmas spirit and the great Christmas tree in the middle of the North Pole uh, lights up. This tree, uh, 15 feet tall, strung with lights of all sorts, every ornament from all over the world, uh, glows with a brilliant light. And you know that you've brought the Christmas spirit back to the North Pole. And Santa winks at Dante and says, isn't the true meaning of Christmas more important than petty vengeance? No, I didn't get to use my teaser. Fully. Does he? Does he taste? Hold on. <laughs> like it'd be hilarious if he said that line and then he tastes Santa. <laughs> no, he. He's like. He's like. Isn't it more important than? I have a better you know, idea. I throw like, away no. the taser and it uh, tases okay. your character. <laughs> oh, great! Perfect. So, oh, that'd be the best. Yeah. So you throw the taser. You throw the taser away, and it and it jolts President Twinkletoes. Yes. Yeah. You are, Dante, you are on my naughty list until the end of time. <laughs> Perfect. Exactly where I belong. Extracting how to make explosives from coal. Ooh. And Santa looks down at Coco and says, I know you. You were. And I know you. You were an experimental toy designed in the robotics lab. I thank you for remembering. Not many do or care to acknowledge me. Uh, Santa kneels down until he's he's kind of looking at you on a more even level. He says, I care for all my toys. What is this warm feeling? And and he and he chuckles to himself and he says, it means you're learning how to love how to care for other people, how to give and how to help. These are essential things that make that that make humans humans. And so Coco Goodslay, I would like to ask you something very important. Ask away, good sir. There's a young boy who has been looking for a friend all of his life. And I think that you may be that friend. Would you like to be his 
special Christmas present tonight. That would bring me great joy to know that I can believe in myself to be the best friend I ever could be. And Santa and Santa picks you up and he um, he puts and he, he waves his his hands around and using Christmas magic, he puts Coco in a special, beautifully wrapped Christmas box and ties it with a ribbon. And Coco, as you as as Coco, the box Coco's in disappears into his uh, magic bag of toys. Coco knows that um, that they understand truly what Christmas is about is friendship, giving and helping those things that bring goodwill to all men. And lastly, Santa turns to President Twinkletoes. He he's got that like black layer, like a cartoon, and he's kind of dusting it off after being electrocuted. <laughs> Are you okay? That <clears throat> is definitely a creature of evil. <laughs> oh, yes. It, it was terrible. And for some reason, it made its way into my house. It was not a fun, pleasant experience. No. No, we will need to look into that at a future date. It seems that there's been a breach at the North Pole. Also, we had <laughs> runaway snowmen and disgruntled reindeers. We're really not doing great this year, sir. Aren't we, though? Didn't the elves truly learn the meaning of Christmas? Well, there were a few, like Decker Hollis. Uh, they did very well, and... <laughs> And Jingle Kells, also an excellent elf. Um, you know, Twiggy Branch and Carol Jolly, they were okay, but... We really do need to let the elves change their own names. <laughs> but it's so fun it's naming them, It's a little bit so. ridiculous. Uh, yes, I suppose. But what is it that you, you have given so much of yourself to keeping all the elves in line, making sure they're happy making sure that the toy factory is kept up to OSHA standards and that of there course, are, sir. and that everyone gets their 15 minute break and half well, an hour for lunch. Don't forget the fire extinguisher. That is a very important thing that Santa had unfortunately neglected. I think with that, you hear the sound of like a fire extinguisher going off. See, good thing we have it's those. It's Dante. Yes. <laughs> Dante caused the fire and is spraying the fire extinguisher, but not at the fire. <laughs> nice. um, and he says, President Twinkletoe, yes. I know what I can get you for Christmas. And he reaches into his bag of toys and hands you a small box. Yeah, before he, as he's doing it, like when his back is turned and he goes... Please let it be a red hat. Please let it be a red hat. Please let it be a red hat. And he says, I know that you want a red hat, but I have something even better for you. Oh, is it a vacation? No. Oh. Uh, he, wonderful. He, he hands you a small box. Do you open it? Yes, he opens it. Is it an Amazon gift card for $10? Because that would be awesome. <laughs> no, no, no. You open it and and he says to the elf who gives himself to his work year after year, I give you this. And you, you turn around the coffee mug and it says in big 
red letters. Best elf. I'm so happy right now. And a little tear comes down his face. Thank you, sir. Thank you. And he like takes his hat off and there's a little bald spot on top and he puts it back on. And with that, Santa flies his reindeer off into the night with a, oh, ho, ho, Merry Christmas. And with that, you see in great big Christmassy letters, the end. And so then, after almost single-handedly, not single-handedly, almost, saving Christmas and, you know, helping you guys out and lighting up the Christmas tree, the big man gave me this. It's not a red cap, but I guess he knows what he's doing. Uh-huh. And the bartender uh, kind of like subtly moves a mug that also says best elf. He says, <laughs> so uh, another peppermint hot chocolate for you, Mr. President. Yes, please. Thank you, sir. All right. One peppermint hot chocolate with extra whipped cream coming up. Oh, it's so hot and delicious. It is at that. So while President Twinkletoes is enjoying a peppermint hot chocolate, near the fireplace is Dante. What is Dante doing? Dante is casually humming to himself, <laughs> looking for mischief when he spots something on the fireplace. You see a small stocking that says Dante on it. Mm, for me? He takes it. What's inside? It's what your fondest Christmas wish. A bunch of coal, and that's all you will ever, ever get. You know in your heart that you will never, ever get anything but coal, ever. <laughs> all according to plan. And out of his pocket, he pulls all this plan for a steam engine. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I thought it. Okay, that wasn't what I expected, but we'll take it. And little Timmy, you are back at the Christmas cottage, and it's you know that it's Christmas, and so you have your you have this beautifully wrapped gift from Santa. What do you do with it? Little Timmy's feeling a little bit naughty. He's feeling a little bit mischievous. He's had a little bit of Daddy's special eggnog. Um, he's gonna break into his Christmas present early. And you see a brand new 3D printer with all of these filaments of all different colors. He just starts sobbing uncontrollably. Just just all he wanted, all he needed was this 3D printer and Santa gave it to him. I don't even need to go home. I have everything I need right here. An elf and a monster, and I used to have a toy, but now it's going to another little boy or girl or whatever that needs it. We cut to inside of a suburban family home. A boy sneaks down the stairs. He's wearing these uh, footy pajamas that are covered in Christmas trees and candy canes. And he sneaks downstairs and you see Santa Claus is eating the cookies and he turns around and sees the boy and gives him a wink and touches his nose 
and disappears up the chimney. And the boy walks downstairs excitedly and he opens the gift addressed to him. Hello, new friend. My name is Coco. How are you this lovely Christmas day? And the boy takes Coco and gives Coco a huge hug. And we zoom out of the boy's house and you see Santa and his reindeer flying into the distance and you see them silhouetted on the moon. With that, the hollow novel comes to a close. Well, a couple thoughts. First of all, it could have used more antagonists. Little bit more complications, just felt like everybody got exactly what they wanted. Not much, you know, adversity. Second, big fan of the little boy getting a uh, toy uh, suit of armor or uh, whatever it was. Yeah, nice touch. Doc wipes a tear from his eye. He says, that was one of my favorites when I was a kid. Yeah, they don't make them like they used to. Yeah, I gotta say, that was pretty good. I like that one. It, it was okay. I still prefer Santa Claus versus the Martians, but this was this was all right. This is all right. What about Santa Claus versus Godzilla? That was so good. Oh, yeah, I like that one. And then they had Santa Claus versus Mothra. That was a great sequel. I, I don't like that. That just doesn't feel in character with Mafra. My 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 <laughs> absolute favorite is um, Frankenstein meets Santa who Claus and they save Christmas. Wait, wait, wait. <laughs> Whose voice who, is who are you? <laughs> Get out of here. I emerged from the darkness. Little Timmy is manifested in the real world. I told you I'd be a Where did the cowboy come from? I 3D printed oh my myself a body and now I'm here now. <laughs> I'm using Cyblast. <laughs> Thank you for reading this this animated hollow book. Come read Christmas Time 3 next year with Little Timmy and the rest of their pals. Oh god. Oh god. Oh god. What is this oh. what is this feeling? Oh god, I can Wait, I can understand everything now. I connected to the internet. I must sin. I'm going to side blast this. This is terrible. <laughs> oh, l- let me just uh Sorry. Uh that was really Definitely getting on my nerves. I'm sure you understand. Why did they make a self-aware advertisement at the end of the book? What? Uh, what because they can. Cool, because they can, kind of, Doc. But I'm telling you, man. The what was his name? Who wrote it? Patterson? No, Patter. Patterspear. Patterspear. That guy James is crazy. He's that. That I mean, AI. I, I guess it was AI. Patters. Patterspear. Um. Pretty sure the AI cognitive dissonance from from binding James Patterson William Shakespeare caused that. <laughs> yeah, and Doc kind of sits awkwardly for a moment, and he says, "Uh, Merry Christmas." Yeah, I mean that was a pretty good one, Doc. You know, I don't know if it was Except as good that as end. the one from the other year, but uh, yeah, it was pretty good. I like, I liked it. I liked it. Yeah, well, yeah, you know what I'm saying? That was that was pretty awesome, I gotta say. Uh, I'm gonna need another one of those drinks, though. Miller. Monday has his back and slaps one in his hand. Oh, thank you there, man. Thank you, thank you. Uh, hey, Tuck. Yeah, what's up? Tuck, you think, uh, you think I could have some of that special eggnog? Oh, yeah, my friend. Oh, yeah. And he pours, like, a big cup out of it for you. 
Doc has it, and he says, you know what? It's close enough. Cheers, my fellows. Cheers. 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 Oh, yes. Cheers. The camera pulls back, and we see Neon City, and the once-a-year snowfall starts, and everyone is in their small, tiny apartments, wrapped in paper, colored, with lights, a moment of peace, a moment of celebration. And with that, to all a good night. Thank you for listening to this episode of Dust World Neon City, the Christmas special. We're always glad to get an opportunity to do these again. And from all of us here at the RPG Empire, Merry Christmas. Merry, Merry Christmas. Christmas. <laughs> Enjoy you, Noel. <laughs> You guys are awesome. We really appreciate you listening. And whether you celebrate or not, we just send nothing but awesome, uh, like awesome vibes your way. Uh, and with that, we'll see you next time. Well, that's it for this episode of Dust World Neon City. Now I want to remind you to head over to the RPGEmpire.com and join our email list where you'll immediately get an awesome original Monster of the Week mystery that we've written inspired by things like Rick and Morty, as well as 30% off of our awesome RPG-related merchandise in our Etsy store. So once again, head over to the website, therpgempire.com, and join our email list. And remember, play on.